I am Kevin. I am Giovanna. I am adventurous. I am dreamer. I am creative. I am wine. I am dance. I am entrepreneur. I am musician. I am privileged. I am activist. I I am am podcast. Learning. Growing. Inspiring. That I, I really am kind of blown away just all of these things that you're 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 busy. You don't have time to sleep, man. You have so many things you're trying to accomplish. You're considering family, life, work. I mean, like you said, some people just dive into work and then their their your family fails because of it or whatever. But like where do you think you got those ideas from? And then what have you learned? What advice would you give to other people on trying to find ways to to balance that? That's a great, great question. Honestly, it's funny you mentioned sleep. I found like literally this year, COVID year, sleep is really part of what makes me better during the day. So I was just talking to my wife about it yesterday. Like I had to close my eyes for 10 minutes yesterday. I'm like, why am I fighting this? I'm super tired. Like, so I'm trying to listen to my body more as I get old and like listen to what it needs. If it's exercise, if it's sleep, if it's taking care of it, because I'm only going to be a vessel of good in my circle or in the world if I'm, yes, taking care of myself. So trying to do that, honestly, learning from a bunch of failures is is a lot of it. Like when I failed, like going, is there a takeaway from this? Now, there's certain times where it, there's just a, it's just a fail and you can go, okay, you win some, you lose some. But there's some, it's like, why did that fail? Is that my beyond my control or is it something that I directed to happen and and trying to be mindful during those moments like or after the fact like when you're doing the the uh, wrap-up show on your on your <laughs> your wins and losses you're like um, yeah. <laughs> I think I could have done that differently or did I handle that the best yeah. or even pausing before I react or respond um that's tricky for those of us in improvisation and music and stuff where we're like always ready to kind of like go with the moment it's like mm-hmm. yeah but Maybe wait a moment before you go with that, you know, if it's professional or um, so just trying to be aware constantly and be, I guess, also like if I were to do a musical analogy, like I learned a while ago, like a lot of us jazzer kind of guys are guys that that are people that love to to improvise. Mm-hmm. Like we're constantly looking for the next great thing to play in the moment. And like, how can I contribute? And we're forgetting that we're listeners first, or we're members of a bigger band of an or so. So yeah, listening you're all is actually at one point. Are you all? Right? We are all accompanists. <laughs> exactly right. Yeah. And and if you have a contribute a contribution like that's a lick or a something, mm-hmm. that should only serve the music. That shouldn't be because you thought it was cool in that moment only. Like mm. if it serves the music, that's really exciting. Yeah, and that can be a really powerful statement but it's like that first debate right it's like it can't be uh it can't just be everyone jumping in it like picking our moments and and it took me a lot longer to realize that than i wish it had um yeah but yeah it's it's much about like music is so much about listening and and not about just what we're playing and and i i find that everywhere in 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 my life Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, I hear that like in relationship with my wife, like you just made such a great analogy. It's like I have to kind of see the music and the dance. And, you know, sometimes I'm trying to solo too much or I got that burnt, you know, yeah. Oh, you know what? I probably should have waited. That wasn't the right time. You know, wait until she's finished and then partner. I'm going to like, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> it's so true. It's yeah. it, 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 And that's what we have. Fortunately, like 
as musicians and as a, as lovers of music, like we get to experience that that parallel world of music and and life. Like we can, I find we can use a lot of what we learn as as listeners in music and and players and contributors in in the world. It's no accident that it's called living in harmony in in the real world. And we're constantly growing and evolving. What would you say your biggest lesson has been as a musician in this industry? I think remembering that I'm constantly a student and giving back, being of service. Being of service has been probably the most recent realization. We, We get so caught up in work. I remember the first time in college when... Somebody, I was 18, I was my freshman year, I went to the University of Miami, and uh, my freshman year, somebody asked, are you working Saturday? Now, I had just come from working at Subway Sandwiches the summer before, so I thought it meant, does he think I work at a restaurant? <laughs> and I didn't realize he meant, am I working a gig? I was like, oh my gosh, that's working. Like, I had never thought of a gig as work at, at that point, right? I just love. thought, oh, are you yeah. playing? That? Like, yeah. I thought, that's a gig or that's awesome. Like mm-hmm. I get to play. So I realized at that moment that this is working. So then we get into where we have to provide for ourselves and then later a family or what have you. And, and then it becomes work and, and it's really hard to separate one from the other. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm, I'm trying to find the joy and the being of service in music. Mm-hmm. And there are situations where we, it is just to provide for ourselves or for our family or pay, pay our rent or mortgage or what have you. But how can we contribute and be, uh, you know, if somebody, if somebody's calling me to contribute to their music, first of all, and this might sound cliche, but I, I should be very grateful. And I forget that Absolutely. sometimes. Yes. Like I forget. And I'm just like, ah, I do this gig. <laughs> and, um, and we all could because it's yeah. work. It's the workplace and yes. it's not perfect. And it. And sometimes we don't realize later that we were such a blessing to somebody and we don't know that until we just give of ourselves and the service like you talk of so that's that's beautiful yeah and again and young musicians like i realize i hope that i usually if somebody reaches out and wants a younger musician and and wants advice they often ask for lessons which i at this point still don't don't do (laughs) I i haven't ever taught a private lesson and it's just because I had such great teachers that I felt it's a disservice for my the, the what I could teach as a private teacher would be super substandard for these people. But I always I hope always I try always to offer them to hang out, either come to the studio mm-hmm. or go get coffee or get lunch. And they can ask me as many questions. I don't charge. I just let's go get because I know how much that meant to me when when a pro person would invite me into their world and take take questions and just be human with mm-hmm. one another. And mm-hmm. I can offer that, that I'm happy to offer, but showing them licks and things. I just don't have a good system for it yet. And I don't probably have patience for it in a great way that they should, if they want to take lessons, they should take with it. Somebody that's a great teacher. Yeah. And yes. as far as private lessons, like I've done, I've taught classes in college mm-hmm. and uh, master classes and things like that a lot, a lot, but private lessons is not probably yet something I'm comfortable. I haven't found a system that I feel would be healthy enough for them to, for, for oh, it to be worth anybody's time. Uh, yeah, I completely And agree. the consistency is a big part. And the way that we live our lives, consistency is just not part of the game, you know, not at this point. Right. So you want to be right. dedicated to, you know, that time, that development, because it has to be weekly or bi-weekly or whatever they choose, but it's got to be consistent in order to be really successful 
in any kind of teaching, in my opinion. Like you said, you know, workshops, yeah. master classes, but that's the key to being a great teacher is that consistency and knowing that you're building with that person, you know, and Oh, I totally agree. And then that's, nowadays, and I, I think all these good teachers. Yeah, exactly. Good yeah. Teachers. That like, that's not fair to these great teachers. Not I have like, no, they no. weren't necessarily doing what I, I do in, in the workplace, but some of them were, but, but they were awesome teachers. And I thought mm -hmm. that's, that's a special, like those it's teachers. A gift. Yeah. It's a gift. Yeah. And a lot of these young people, I believe everybody since um, the internet, everybody's an expert. It's it's so frustrating. Yeah. Everybody's a teacher. Everybody's an expert. And as a dancer choreographer in the industry, like I, I never felt comfortable saying I was a teacher, even though I taught for many years students. It wasn't until maybe 15, 20 years in, I felt like I was actually teaching. Yeah. Nowadays, everyone's an expert. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty scary. Yeah, uh. it but is. And teachers, it's weird, yeah. right? When it I is. see that, I always think like, right, I'm going to tell you about okay uh click you know uh, although there are some that i'd love to hear but it's funny it's the teachers that teach with compassion or, or like with a. yeah I, I don't know it's like i'm gonna show you how it is that never no. that's mm -hmm. yeah. great for a fitness instructor etc but <laughs> but for this thing it's like i don't know there's some love in there missing there's some component mm, missing yeah. um in a lot of that but those people are the most undervalued people in yeah. our society and it's yeah the patience and the things that you have to pull you were trying to pull out of the kid and encourage them to explore things it, yeah. it definitely takes a special hand to do that man but there's so much to talk about. i know I'm there getting, is and we're running we're out of time here, but so like i, I know, had I, I, I read an article <laughs> that you're also like a synthesizer geek and you have been for so long this would have to be another show to get into <laughs> just just different, oh, you know, like keyboards. <laughs> and when I, mean, I was, a, it never happened, but when I was young, uh, I was really good in math and I loved music. And I thought, you know what, if I do this, I'm going to build keyboards because I, at the, t at the time, I, I, I had a Yamaha DX7 or that's what, yeah. And I was just exploring all these things, you know, I ended up going down a completely different path, but it was, it was just so awesome to see that, you know, in addition to, to playing piano, that you got into this whole other world of this digital world, uh, which is a whole other thing in, in itself, but that it's so cool that you, you just, you have so much that you do and you're aware of that you've learned. It's, it, we need you for like five hours. <laughs> I'll, I'll be happy to come back. Yeah, the thing about the synth world, just the quick version, is that I still see that as a, as a sense of wonder. Like there's so, I mean, there are a bunch around here like the synthesizers that speak to me are almost canvases, like the guys at Sequential that make the profits and et cetera. They make these keyboards with all these knobs that this one here is the, the newest one, the Pro 3. But mm -hmm. I tell the guys there, like when one really nails it is when I look at it and I it draws me in. It's just so cool that they build things and they, they pay attention. Like they made this one knob here big because they know everyone, that's the one everyone twiddles the most. They made it bigger so it was more accessible. That's so smart, guys. Like, so I see it more as, a, as almost a painter's like palette. And it's that same sense of wonder yep. that, that excites me about the great synthesizers. So it's all related. Awesome. Do you have like a Babco model? <laughs> we need one. I think we need one. <laughs> It's like, we'll start, no, not we'll yet. We'll start in 2021. You can <laughs> All right. Uh, Kevin, gonna, good. Kevin, Kevin will make it for you. <laughs> sorry. And then one other thing, I'm sorry, I know we're running out of time, but the other thing that was interesting, you know, you talked about you're working in that sense of wow, and some things maybe goes away because you realize, you know, I'm just doing this, this gig 
and it's kind of just a, a money thing. Like I've, I've got to do this. I've got to work. And so that starts to become more of who you are as you have a family and you do things. Um, hopefully not, but it does. But then you balance that with all, you have all these albums. You talk about all these other outlets that you're trying to create so that you still have that uh, joy that, you know, you've all, you want to keep in your life. So I guess just really quickly, do you, in terms of your inspiration for albums, like where do they come from? The last album, tell us a little bit about El that. El Musico. El Musico. El Musico. Yeah. That comes sí, from, sí. Is uh, that Lyris? It's, it comes from the Loteria game and uh, having a margarita before I at LAX before I got on a plane. Yeah. And seeing the guy with the guitar and make, that made me laugh. And I yes. thought how funny it would be to pose on the cover with a guitar. That, that's literally where that, that, the title came from. Although I think my grandfather, who was uh, Duarte, he's a Mexican uh, guy. He, they, they played Loteria when, when, when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, but uh, the album, that album wasn't supposed to be an album, which is super cool. Like all the albums before that, I felt like I need to make a statement. It is time for Jeff to make a statement. And uh, they were kind of pre-composed. This album was like all either songs I wrote because I would take a, kind of bi-weekly gig at ETA in Highland Park. And I would think, if I'm going to take a gig, be away from the family, I'm going to bring a new song every time I take the gig. So it I gives me give me something to do. And even if it's a eight bars and it only happens this one night, at least it gives me something beyond just lugging my stuff out of my trunk and taking it to a bar and, Got it. and then coming home. Like, I wanted something else, another... And so they were all cool about that. So I'd bring... And then, so there's half an album of those songs. And, and then... I had a gig at uh, Sam First by the airport, and I with Gabby Moreno and and Abe oh, Rounds and oh, Kave, right. and we played those songs, and everyone got to bring songs. The kind of idea was uh, let's all bring songs, and I don't, I didn't really want to lead a gig. I just wanted to be on a gig that I had fun with with my friends. So we all brought our own songs, and we kind of pass it around. Um, and then that band was so good at playing these songs. I, I had studio time with Justin Stanley. Uh, and I just said, why don't we do this as a record? So it happened. It almost was like, like we just carved our pumpkins last. So it's almost like the pumpkin seeds fell out and suddenly there was pumpkin plants. Like it just kind of, <laughs> oh, all right. Like seeds fell out, musical seeds fell out and it became a record. And I just kept, kept kind of following that. And then it, uh, I met a mastering engineer in England who's amazing gearbox. And so he met, it's just kind of one one thing happened after another and it became an album. So it's the most organic album I ever was a part of, which was, I don't have any plans to make another album, but if we're going to happen like that, that would be cool. That's awesome. That's incredible. So organic. Yeah. I know. And you know, I, I was asking if it was the Lyris Quartet, but I don't even think it was. Was Sanga on that? Who was playing? Oh, we were looking uh, the for one the I had strings on, on was uh, Crux. And no, that was, uh, no, I don't even remember who played on it, <laughs> but it wasn't Lyris. Sanga played on it though, great. I know. Um, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that was just, uh, no, I didn't have, oh, uh, Artyom played on one song on this record. But, yeah. Uh, oh yeah. That, that's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he, I had the Artyom wild card, but, uh, other than that, it was just me, Abe, Cave, and, uh, Tim Young on guitar and that's it. Um, it. and just kind of, yeah, it was so cool to have an album just like people are like, Oh no, it must've been deliberate. Well, I mean, yes, I had to pay to have them printed up and to pay them out. Right. but it didn't feel like my goal was to make a record it just mm. and i kind of like the way it sounds because it feels like it just happened 
Um, Very so organic. It's still, yeah. yeah. And when I listen to it, I don't hear a guy trying so hard. I hear a guy almost reacting to mm. the elements. It was like, oh yeah, this all happened. I'm just part of it. And mm-hmm. I'm just a vessel and let's get it out. And whatever happens, happens. It's kind of therapeutic. Yeah. Incredible. Well, so before we let you go, we, we have a game. A game. We have a little game oh, to test great. your musical knowledge. Now yes, that I know I that fail. you worked in the record <laughs> store and everything, so you you <laughs> you should be great at this game. We'll see. <laughs> so we have three categories: either uh, classic R and B and soul, jazz, or classic rock. So you pick one of them. Ooh. We're gonna play like a snippet of the song and have you guess the artist and the song. Are you ready? Ah, <laughs> oh, it's so stressful. Yeah, I'm I know, ready. It's I'm trying stressful. to think of the genre. <laughs> but you're a musical um, genius. No, I'm not. You're going to discover very soon that I'm not. Oh, God. <laughs> it's like the game uh, Beat Shazam. Yeah. I know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, pressure. I, so much pressure. I guess. I guess. Plastic rock. Oh, I didn't expect you to pick that. I, I expected jazz. Okay. I'll take Jack. I'll take whichever of those genres. You 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 surprise me. That's Sam Cooke, right? Woo! Hey. What's the name of the song? It's not the Chain Gang. Oh right? my God! Yes, sir. See, I I believe in you. I believe in you, Jeff. Woo! Woo! That was good. Clutch. I was nervous. <laughs> I'm so glad his voice came in because I knew right in that one note. That oh, no, oh, I gave it away. Oh, no, but I needed that. Thank you. That, that, that was, glad to be of service. Yay. Appreciate it. Um, and then the last thing we ask is uh, before you leave that you give us, since this is the I Am podcast and the series is I Am the Band, I, we wanted you to give us three words that describe you. I am yeah, I am. I am grateful for sure. Is is one. Yes. Uh, I am needing more coffee. Just a second. <laughs> and uh, Folgers. No, no, ma'am. <laughs> really, gratitude is is most of it. I am um, yeah. a student. Mm, I love, love it. it. Love it. Beautiful. And now you can say I am a musical genius because. Oh gosh. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you want our little game. <laughs> well, you I have to say you are. You played so many really instruments. Are. And I remember Giovanna took me to say real quick to a Christmas party, and there are maybe 20, 30 people there. And everyone just kept calling out Christmas songs, different songs, and in an instant, you would play them and elaborate. And I I was just at that I became a huge fan. Not only because you were just oh, cool, thanks. but then at that moment I thought this guy's musical Rolodex is out of this world. <laughs> <laughs> <It was> like... <laughs> I remember that night because we'd come from another holiday party yes. at Marty Shorts, right? And I had been playing there all like for like <laughs> and, and, Fred and then we came over there and and I knew Gino and they're like, no pressure, but I was like I know you want me. It's okay. I'm happy to go to that. I know that that used to really bother me as a kid. Like, I got to go. But now, I don't know why. That's the piano (laughs) That's the piano guy. guy. (laughs) I know that's one of those great being of service. Like, if that that brings people joy, it's super fun. And I notice when you're sitting at the piano, 
the cocktails come to you. <laughs> That's another nice. Ah. You need another. That happens. So it's yeah. also there is a there is a, a swift pay yeah. payoff. That's that. right. Just know that. Thank you. Yeah, that's yeah, always was, fun. The holidays are fun for that. Was a huge From cassettes I'll never to martinis. That night. I was blown away. Cool. Thanks. Yeah, Kevin. it was Thanks. amazing. Yeah, we're Babco yeah. fans, so we probably like to flip it as well. You are a great family man. Oh, thanks. Thank you. Yeah. I love that. Hmm. Uh, that's the biggest deal, right? Um, that's the biggest deal. I think making sense of all the other stuff and again, like being aware and mindful and, and put and, 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 and it allows hopefully you to recenter when you get to what's important and then be present in that moment. Um, and that's really tricky. Yeah. Uh, we get challenged a lot in this business and in this world and there's a lot of, Woo. You got to know when to exercise that mute button and and <laughs> stay the course. And and hopefully that allows me to be present when I'm in the family. So ah. thank you. Yeah. I love, I love all your musical references. The mute button. I'm going to listen to this one over Ooh. and over. And over. <laughs> you got mute buttons everywhere. Like Matrix, you know? Yes. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thank you so thank much. You. Thank you so much, Jeff. We hope to see you soon in person. Yes. For some we'll wine, some course. good wine, some good coffee, all that. <laughs> all that jazz. Folgers. All right. <laughs> all the way. Bye. Thank you for listening. Interested in starting your own podcast? Visit us at IamMusicGroup.com.